Hi everyone, welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catanio. Each week we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Amy. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Health Podcast. Today I'm going to talk about something that may hurt your feelings because you may be somebody that's, <laughs> that says this, uh, but it's okay. Don't worry, by the end of this, I'm going to my goal by the end of this podcast is to help you take back that power that we sometimes push onto other things in our environment. So I want to have you bring it back to yourself so you can take control and that you can fix the problem instead of wondering why it happens to you. So what the heck am I talking about? I'm talking about how when it's cold outside or when it's cold and flu season or when the weather is super crazy, we tend to blame the weather or other people that are sick on why we get sick, right? We we say like, oh, I got sick because the weather's been up and down, right? Especially in Texas. I live in Texas, and if you live here too, you know how crazy it is. It can literally be, and this literally happened uh, <laughs> like a week ago. It was 70 degrees one day, and it was like tornado warnings. The next day, it literally snowed, and now it's 75 degrees. It's all over the place, and I get it. The like the weather being crazy is 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 it drives us nuts. So I've been seeing a lot of people on Facebook and Instagram and just in when I'm talking to people, they're like, "Oh, I'm sick because the weather changes. Oh, I'm not feeling, uh, you know, I'm not feeling good because of blah blah blah." Um, or they're like, "Oh, that person at work got me at si- got me sick," or you know, I was around that that person sneezed and you know, I must have caught something from them or something like that. And yes, those things can affect. You're of course, like if somebody sneezes on you and they are sick and you they you inhale or ingest whatever virus they have, you can get sick. Or the weather, yes, the cold weather, why we think it 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 doesn't make you sick, right? So the only thing that can make you sick are a virus or a pathogen or a bacteria. Those are the only things that can actually make you sick, right? But the cold weather, one, the the viruses and things like that, they thrive in cold weather when they don't like heat. So they're a little bit more around, <laughs> if that makes sense. Also, cold weather can depress your immune system. But bottom line, like, and this is like irrefut- irrefutable, it's you get sick if you have a weak immune system. End of story, right? So you can have the the strongest immune system on the, if you have the strongest immune system on the face of this earth and the weather's all over the place, you're not going to get sick. Or even if you get, if somebody sneezes on you and you have a super strong immune system and that person has the flu, if your body is equipped to fight it because your immune system is so strong, your body will fight it. That's what your immune system is built for. That's what it's there for to fight off these things. Or even if you get a little sick, maybe you'll you'll get sick for like a day or two and it's just because your body's working through fighting that and you'll feel a little like down and under the weather, but it won't it won't knock you out, right? It won't it won't last like a week or two, like how sometimes the flu does for some people. So when I see these things, it gets me frustrated, not with the person. Not and not with a and and please understand that it's not my frustration is not like I'm like oh my god this person so like whatever no that's not it at all it gets me frustrated that this this idea has been has like has it's grown and it's it's something that we like all think right I used to think that all the time I used to be like oh it's cold outside I'm gonna get sick or the weather's crazy I'm I'm gonna get sick or and it's like no like we need to start educating ourselves on. If our immune system is up to where it needs to be, 
we can fight these things and we can get better faster or not even get sick at all. And as someone who recently just found out that I do have an overactive immune system, basically my immune system is working so hard to keep me healthy that it basically went kaput. It was like, I can't. (laughs) So, So I've really been trying to get the word out on like what you can do for your immune system, right? Especially like cold and flu season always coincides with with uh, holiday season and we all do, not everybody, and I'm not saying everybody, but it could be you, that we all do a lot of things that depress our immune system. So I wanted to focus in this podcast on the seven things that you can do to take back control and fix your immune system and help it stay strong during cold and flu season, during the holiday season, during the uh, during this time where the weather is crazy. So uh, this is, you know, this is the Happy Health Podcast. So I'm focusing a lot on health these these last couple of podcasts because I think it's so important. And if your health is not where it needs to be, you can't do anything else. I mean, you can, but <laughs> but I mean, we do it. I mean, we do it all the time. But it's just think about like if you felt fantastic, if you were always feeling great, if your energy was great, if you rarely ever got sick. If your joints didn't hurt, I mean, all these things are part of your immune system and you can just like get out there and like crush it, right? So that's why I want to focus on this. Um, So let's get started. (laughs) So the first one that you want to think about is water, right? So water is the best thing we can do for one of the, well, I wouldn't say the best thing. I would say the easiest thing that we can do for our immune system. We tend to drink less water during the, when it's cold outside because we're not hot, right? Like, especially in Texas, when it's like a hundred degrees outside and you're sweating like a crazy person, drinking water is easier, right? Cause it'll cool us down and it just like, we're, we're losing a lot of, uh, moisture from sweating so we just want to replenish that and you feel that you need to drink but when it's cold outside and it's like you're all like oh like you're you just want to get cozy water is probably not the first thing that you grab for grab to gravitate towards but water is so important for our body because it it helps eliminate the toxins right we're constantly constantly getting bombarded with viruses and bacteria. We're inhaling them. We're swallowing them. We're, they're getting on our skin. They're, that's inevitable. You're, we're never going to change that. So we're, we need to flush that out of our system, right? So if you're not drinking enough water, it makes, your, it makes it really hard for your body to do that. So drink water. That's the first one. And the amount should be about half your body weight in ounces. All right, number two. Number two is digestive system. So what is the state of your digestion and your digestive system as a whole. So 80%, I'm going to say that again, 80% of your immune system resides in your gastrointestinal system. Basically, it's in your gut. Okay. So if your gut is messed up, your immune system is messed up. Those things go hand in hand. They like to, you can't separate the two. So what can you do to fix your gut or to help it. Probiotics are going to be the best thing for you. So probiotics are good bacteria and we need prebiotics to feed the good bacteria, right? And I'll go through that. That's actually number three and I'll, I'll expand on that in number three, what prebiotics are and what you can do for that. But number two is basically getting probiotics. There are many, many ways you can get probiotics. 
I like to get it from uh, fermented foods. Fermented foods are something that have been around for centuries and that over time, especially in American culture, we have strayed away from just because we're, we, we're more of like the salty, sweet um, culture as, as opposed to like the sour and fermented foods are sour. So think with fermented foods, the easiest thing is sauerkraut, right? But you can't just get like the regular sauerkraut that like you put on hot dogs. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I love this. <laughs> I, I, I grew up in New York where you get like the sauerkraut that's mixed with whatever they mix it up from the, in the in the hot dog cart on the streets. So, <laughs> so, which is probably why I have so many damn issues with my health right now because I ate so many of those. But anyway, uh, so I mean sauerkraut that's like actually uh, created with the the uh, the. Um, with getting the probiotics in it. So my favorite brand of, and it is sauerkraut, they they actually have other, I think they have carrots. Um, I can't think what other vegetables, but I, I actually like sauerkraut and I like cabbage, which is what sauerkraut is made out of. So it's farmhouse cultures. They actually have probiotics in them. And because you can get regular sauerkraut and it's just made for made for taste, not function, if that makes sense. So this one is actually made for taste and function and actually does have active probiotics in it. And that's the easiest way to get them in. If you don't actually like probiotics, like as part of your meal, honestly, just take, this is what my husband does because he doesn't particularly care for it. I like it. So I'll just eat it as part of my meal, but he'll just take, he'll go into the bag, get a fork and just take a tablespoon and just like grab some. And that's fine. You can also, Farmhouse Cultures also has, uh, it's called gut shots. And you can just take a shot of that. If you're going to do that, make sure you have some kind of fiber in your diet because the the probiotic, the the uh, sauerkraut actually has, because it ha- it's a fiber, it, ha- it helps with the prebiotic. So if you're not going to do that, just make, if you're going to take the gut shot, just make sure you have the, the uh, food that actually has prebiotics, which I'll go through in number three. Other ways is uh, there's a ton of other foods that have probiotics like yogurt. Just be careful with yogurts because sugar is one of the things that depresses the immune system. So if it has a ton of added sugar, it's doing you no good, right? It's basically feeding the bad bacteria. So it's kind of canceling itself out. Uh, And of course, just taking a probiotic supplement. But again, be careful with that. Make sure you're taking an actual good one. Of course, I'm going to recommend doTERRA. I love their probiotic, like love it. It has, it's it's in a double encapsulated uh, pill. So it actually gets to your small intestines and it doesn't get broken down by your stomach, which, because it'll do nothing if it gets there, if it doesn't get to your small intestine. So just make sure you're getting a high quality probiotic because otherwise you're just like, wasting it. (laughs) You're not doing anything with it. All right. So number three is going to be eating whole foods. So of course, during the holiday season, we tend to eat a bunch bunch of crap, right? Uh, This is not a judgment. Like if I wasn't doing this protocol that I'm doing for my own health, I would have been the same one eating more sugar, having more alcohol, doing those things because it's the holidays, right? And we're just kind of conditioned that that's what we do during those times. So that's why it the holidays and colds and flu season, they coincide because while you know it's cold outside and the, the, the viruses and bacteria are kind of thriving because the, the heat is not killing them, we're also making it worse by depressing our immune system by eating a bunch of crap that makes it, makes it worse, right? So I'm not saying not to eat that. I'm not saying not to enjoy the holidays, but really be mindful of like, when was the last time you had a vegetable? 
like real talk. Like when was the last time, like you need to make sure that you're not just like going crazy and having, you know, like I know like we at the gym, like literally at the gym, people bring us like sweets and stuff all the time during the holiday season. And it's, it's fine, but make sure that if that's happening at your job or if that's happening wherever you're going, that you're having a big salad that day, that you're having maybe a veggie soup, that you're you're getting some kind of vegetables. Vegetables are a great source of fiber. You need both. You need insoluble fiber and soluble fiber because one helps uh, cleanse your your colon. The insoluble one helps like scrape the sides of your your colon. I know that's kind of TMI, but hey. It, that's what we need. You need all that stuff to get out. And the other one dissolves and it actually becomes food for the probiotics. Probiotics are uh, for the, yeah, for the probiotics. I'm trying to get my thoughts together. The, you know, they're good. The good bacteria needs help. They are a living organism. They need to eat something, right? So if you don't give them something that they can eat so that they can thrive and they can multiply and they can grow, they're going to die off or they're going to get killed by the bad bacteria. Bad bacteria loves sugar, like loves it. That's what candida is. If you've ever heard of candida, it's an overgrowth of bad bacteria. That's why when you have it, you have to give up sugar. I literally like sugar and fruit. I'm not telling you not to eat sugar. That's that's an, ex- I mean, not to eat fruit. That's an extreme, candida is an extreme thing, but most people have candida and don't even realize it. So if you're constantly eating sugar and not just like, tablespoons of sugar, like white sugar. Think of all the things that have sugar in it, breads and pastas and cakes and pretty much every condiment, every like normal condiment, like ketchups have high fructose corn syrup in them. Now, like maple syrup, instead of being like actual maple syrup, it is like high fructose corn syrup. You look at barbecue sauces, they have sugar in them. I think the only one that's like mainstream that doesn't is mustard. Almost every dressing, like literally. I remember when I was uh, coaching somebody a long time ago for nutrition, they loved Chick-fil-A. And she would get a salad from Chick-fil-A. And I was like, honestly, just get get the grilled chicken because she would put this dressing. She would get like three dressings. And I looked at all the dressings. Every single one at the time, it may be different now. This was a few years ago. So if you love Chick-fil-A or if you work for Chick-fil-A, uh, it was a couple years ago and it was 100% fact. <laughs> Every single one had high fructose corn syrup in it. So she was doing, trying to do good, trying to eat the salad, and then she was slathering the whole thing with sugar. And it's not her fault. Like You just think like, oh, it's a salad. It's healthy. But you have to be mindful that almost everything has sugar in it. And sugar d- depresses your immune system tremendously. Like it is not, it's like scientific fact. It affects your immune system so bad. So if you're constantly giving it sugar, 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 and not giving it all the prebiotics and the fiber and the good whole foods that it craves, your immune system is like, dude, give me a break. (laughs) Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to get, get, you know, get my act together here. You just keep feeding me all this stuff that's not helping. So you really want to make sure that, while you're you're keeping a balance between you know having all these sweets and all these things that we tend to have with uh, the holidays, but we're also still getting all the good stuff in too. Okay, I always like to tell people start off any meal with a bunch of veggies. Just get them out the way, and then eat eat what you're gonna eat. Right. So just eat a big plate of veggies, have a big salad, whatever it is, 
and then have the mac and cheese and the stuff. But if you eat that stuff first, you're probably not going to want the veggies. You're going to be too full. So eat the veggies and then eat something else because then at least you've gotten the good stuff. Your body's getting some fuel that it can actually do something with. All right. Number four is exercise. So exercise is something, again, that we get all sluggish during the, the winter. It's cold. We don't want to get out of bed. You know, we just, you know, the, the the clothes, right? Like, think about it. Like, in the summer, we tend to wear less clothes. We're wearing shorts and short sleeve shirts. In the summer, we can kind of hide under our coats and our, our long sleeve shirts and our sweaters and and our long pants. So you like, oh, well, I don't, You it's not, you're not as conscious of it because you're not seeing it, right? Well, I mean, I guess you're seeing it when you're taking a shower, but do you know what I mean? Like it's not out in the world. So we tend to exercise less, but exercise is fantastic for building up your immune system. They have done studies on people that as they get older, because as you get older, your immune system get works harder and harder. And it's it just, it gets, you know, you're it's aging, right? Your immune system is aging along with you. They did a study that with people that actually exercise as they got older, their immune system stayed strong, okay? It's still working and it's still doing what it needs to do, but it's a huge part of keeping your immune system up. It doesn't have to be you know, you don't have to do like an hour, two hours a day. Like don't, don't think it needs to be something crazy like that at all. It just needs to be do 20 minutes a day, at least three times a week. Okay. Uh, it's not something, and you don't have to overthink it. You don't have to think, and I'm not going to go through all the different, I can go off a tangent on this. So I'm not going to do that. Sorry, I'm getting like a million messages. <laughs> so you can just make sure that you're getting some kind of exercise, whether it's walking, whether it's going on you know, YouTube or, or Pinterest and getting a, getting a workout routine. Just do something. Keep your body moving because that moves your lymphatic system as well, right? The more movement you have, your lymphatic system is what, it's like a drainage system. And if it doesn't get movement, it gets it gets clogged up, right? And that's why you get like swollen lymph nodes when you're sick. Your lymph nodes are swollen and clogged. So you want to keep that moving. All right. Number five. Number five is going to be, I'm sorry, I'm going to close this so I can stop singing, is sleep. So sleep is fantastic for, oh, I wanted to go back to, sorry, I brought, brought this up. <laughs> I had this up on my computer because I thought it was, oh wait, this is for the next thing. Never mind. Forget what I'm saying. I'm losing my marbles. All right. So number five, sleep. So sleep is uh, extremely important. It's one of the reasons my immune system went kaputz. Uh, and <laughs> it's why I'm like trying to scream from the rooftops that we need sleep. So sleep is something that when literally one hour, getting one hour of less sleep than you normally do affects your immune system. When you sleep, that's your time for your body to recharge, to heal, to do what it needs to do because it's not doing everything else. It's not keeping you walking and moving and your body's, your body's doing a lot during the day. Like it's got a lot going on. You think you you think you got a lot? Your body's doing a ton, right? It's So when you're sleeping, it's like, okay, good. I don't have to do all those other things I was doing to keep her going. I'm going to fix all the things. I'm going to get rid of these toxins. We're going to we're going to build up the, you know, our white cell, blood cells. We're going to clean that out. We got to get rid of this. We got to do that. So when you start cutting that time short, 
your body has less and less time to actually do that effectively and it depresses your immune system. If now I'm not saying like one hour of sleep, like every what once in the blue is going to like kill you. But if you're chronically not getting enough sleep, that adds up. It adds up and it adds up quickly. So you want to make sure you're getting seven to eight hours of sleep and do what you can to get that. Like I, I'm, I know I'm not, again, I'm not judging. This was literally one of the reasons why I am in the situation I'm in. I love, I have a lot of energy. I literally don't have caffeine ever. And I am like bouncing off the walls. So I was like, I'm not sleepy. I'm going to stay up reading. I'm going to stay up working. I'm going to stay up watching a movie because I wasn't tired, but I was still cutting my sleep short, even though I didn't feel tired. I wasn't giving my body the time that it needed to do what it needed to do. So I, it, my body was like, okay, you want to you wanna mess with us? I'm going to mess with you. <laughs> mess with you. And I got sick. So just make sure that you're getting enough sleep. You know, like it's, you got to, you got to put it up there and making sure that you're, you're doing things, you're not doing things right before you go to sleep that affect your melatonin. So a lot of being on the computer late at night, being on your phone, where that's you know, try not to put your try not to be scrolling through Instagram. And again, I do that, I was doing this, I am like the worst offender of like scrolling through Pinterest, pinning things at 11 o'clock at night when I should be sleeping, or maybe reading a book or something else that's not affecting my melatonin. So I get it, I'm just but I'm telling you, it ain't a good place to be, all right. All right, number six is stress. Stress is like the biggest thing that you can do to affect your immune system. And this is another thing that I was totally, um, totally in, not in congruency with my, my immune system. So I wanted to read this. This is from an article that Dr. Axe put out. Uh, so I'm just going to read it just because I... I thought it was a really good, concise way to explain what stress does to your immune system instead of me trying to explain it. <laughs> okay, so stress can trigger a detrimental overdrive in your immune system. Stress contributes to inflammation in the body. Your immune system may react to other damage going on into your body due to stress and send out immune compounds, known as cytokines, that contribute to the inflammatory response. These compounds can damage healthy cells in their effort to combat unhealthy factors occurring in the body. So basically, what it's saying is that when your body's stressed, your body thinks that something else is going on. Your body's like, oh crap, we got to get to work. This, this is the stress because they don't know if it's what kind of stress it is, right? Like we could be stressed from a big project at work. We could be whatever it is, right? Our body's like, oh man. And it starts doing things. It thinks it creates inflammation and it starts like sending out distress signals, right? And this makes, it basically starts attacking our healthy cells. Now that those, when your healthy cells are being attacked, of course your immune system is going to be messed up because your body's like, wait, 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 wait wait, are we sick? Are we not sick? Like what's happening? And that's what was happening with me. I felt fine. Like mentally, I was like, I'm not stressed. This is fine. I'm good. But my body was like, dude, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Why are we working out so much? Why are we working so much? Why are we going from here to there? Like, I was traveling a lot. Why are we like doing all these things? Can we just like relax for a second? And I was like, nope, we can't. And my body was like, oh, okay, here. 
you're gonna you're gonna relax because you can't move. So so make sure that you're de-stressing. So I literally had to rearrange my entire life, and it was it's necessary, right? I could either not do that and be continue down this path of whatever that path I was going down. Like who knows what the hell that was gonna look like, or I can just like take take a, a stand and say this is what's gonna happen. I by for me it was setting boundaries for myself. Uh, I work from home and I work for myself. So you can, you make your own schedule, right? Which in theory sounds great. And it is great. I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty great. <laughs> but, but you also don't put, you also don't have like a time that you leave, right? When I was working for someone, this was, I was, when I was done, I would leave. Or like, this was, okay, you work from this time to this time, you would leave, right? That's not the case when you work from home and when you work for yourself, because you're like, oh, I can get that done. Oh, I'm not doing anything. I could do this. And I don't have kids too. So it's not like I have something to pull me away. I can just, you know, I can chill in front of my computer doing whatever I need to do for hours. Um, and it was, it was just too much. And I was also working out too much, which can be a stress on your body. So you have to find a good balance of, especially if you are, if you have a lot of stressful activities, other places in your life, working out too much, your body can't distinguish between what's what's a good stress and what's a bad stress. So everything was a bad stress and it was it was causing damage. So make sure that you're you're doing things to help that, right? I've I've taken up meditation. I've always kind of dabbled in meditation here and there, but it's become something that's part of my daily routine. Uh, and I use the the Calm app um, if you're struggling to use meditation. Even though I love yoga and I love, I'm really into like the the chakras and all that stuff. And I'm not gonna go through what that is. But <laughs> if you don't know what it is, but it's meditation is always something I've struggled with. So there's no no shame in getting help and and all the, there's a million apps for it. I think it's worth getting the premium version just to, to you know, get the best that you can get out of it. But it's it's a huge part of de-stressing. I now have a specific time where I stop working, and I've been really good at and and it's not it's a str- it's a struggle because this is not I have to basically retrain myself to do this. But really good at at stick sticking to like time blocking and okay, I'm it's time to do this. I'm gonna do it. It says to stop working at you know six thirty seven thirty. I'm done, right? And I don't start my day until ten. So it's it's something that like I have to put these things in place. So you have to figure out, and it it could be let's say you have kids and a husband and a work. You you have to have like an intervention. You have to have like a family meeting and say this is what's happening. My my life is being affected by this, so I need to change it, right? And it doesn't have to be like tomorrow. It can be slowly but surely you're adding these things in or you're taking things out so that you can actually de-stress and not trigger these responses in your body because your immune system is everything. All right. And last but not least, number seven is supplements. So regardless of how clean you eat, right? Let's say you are eating as clean as can be, it is almost impossible to get all the vitamins and nutrients and minerals that we need. And I'm going to explain why. I'm going to actually read this. There was a study done and it studied, it it analyzed the nutrient data from several veggies from 1975 to 1997, right? So it just, it just analyzed the, the level of nutrients that these veggies had in them. 
And what they found was that on average, the calcium levels in 12 veggies dropped 27%. The iron levels dropped 37%. The vitamin A levels dropped 21%. Vitamin C levels dropped 30%, right? And there was a study posted in the British Food Journal that found 20 vegetables that average, the average calcium content declined 19% iron 22% and the potassium 14%. So, and just to put that into perspective, that to get the same nutrients, and this was another study that they did, to get the same nutrients that your grandparents got from eating one orange, you would have to eat eight oranges today. So just think about that. We're not doing that, right? Like you're not eating like 50 carrots, (laughs) And I mean like the big carrots, not the little baby carrots. Like you're, you're just not doing it. It's it's literally impossible because of the nutrient content and the soil and everything that we've done to our food. It's 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 impossible to get the same levels. That's why you, and my mom tells me this all the time. Hopefully she doesn't hear this because she hates when I, when I say these things on the podcast or on lives and stuff. But I mean, I've I have allergies and, you know, I've, I am super healthy and I still have all these issues and I've since found out it's because my immune system was jacked up. But she's like, I don't understand. When I was younger, I would just eat this and I and I didn't have a problem. And it's because one, she grew up on a farm and she grew up in like the country in Puerto Rico. The the level of processed foods was way down and she stayed there until college. So she was getting all these great nutrients and all these things. And the nutrients of the food she was eating was way higher than the nutrients I'm eating. The nutrients that my kids will have is gonna be way less than the nutrients I'm having now. It, it's just a fact. It's just what's happening. So that's why you have to supplement, right? So I love supplements. <laughs> I feel like they make such a difference in people's lives and they make a difference in my life. And I can't even imagine where my health would be had I not been doing all these things. And literally the doctor said that. That was one of the things the doctor said was like, because I had been supplementing and because I had been eating well and doing all these things besides sleep and stress, he kind of gave me the slap on the hand for those. But (laughs) besides those things, I would have, I was basically keeping myself from getting worse than I, than I already was. So, um, one of my favorite supplements is the Lifelong Vitality that doTERRA has. And at first, when I first joined doTERRA, I actually, it came with my my kit that I got and I didn't take them. Uh, I have access to uh, wholesale accounts because we have a gym for a ton of supplement companies. And I was taking those and I was like, oh, supplement's a supplement. And I was like, man, I, those are just sitting there. I should take them. And I immediately noticed a difference. And I noticed a difference when I stopped taking them. Like, you know, like anybody else, I, I forget to take supplements sometimes. And I was like, oh, wow, I don't feel like my joints are hurting a little bit more. Like my my energy's not as high as it was. And I have high energy already. So imagine <laughs> taking the supplements. I noticed, I was like, huh, I'm a little tired today. <laughs> so I actually noticed a difference with in the past with other supplements, I didn't really notice a huge difference. So I, I definitely am a huge proponent of their supplements. Um, and not and, and this is full disclosure, not because I sell them, just because they freaking work. <laughs> like so, so and what's also the, the great thing about them is that they do have a money back guarantee. So if you don't like them, if you're like, I heard this lady on this podcast, I took them and they ain't doing crap for me, you could 100% get your money back. So 
there's that, <laughs> which is even better. So it's, it's one of the most important things that we have to do because of the quality of food. So uh, people tell me all the time, they're like, oh, I eat, so, I eat a ton of fruits and vegetables. I don't need to supplement. Dude, so do I. <laughs> I, eat, I eat kale like it's going out of style. Like I love it. I eat all sorts of veggies. I, I mean, I'm obsessed, but I, you still need to supplement. It's, it's important. You still have to have those things in there because we just can't get it. So the whole point of this is one to, for you to take back your health. Like it's not the weather. It's not the people that are around you. It's, it's you. It's what you're doing with your health. And it's the things, and these are com- in your control. That's the great thing, right? I'm not telling you to do something that you can't do. Yes, it's going to be challenging. Yes, it's going to be hard at times. Yes, it, it takes like relearning habits and unlearning bad habits, but it's doable and it's possible. And I also want you to consider that you need all seven, right? Because I was doing five out of six, five out of the seven, and it still didn't work. The stress and the sleep really messed me up. Right. So you could be, and, and we convince ourselves that we're doing enough. I 100% thought I was doing enough. I was eating really clean. I was working out. I was drinking enough water. I was exercising. I was taking my probiotics. I was doing all that, but the stress and the sleep were, were so out of whack that it still messed me up. So you can look at that list and be like, Oh, you know, I'm get, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty close, right? Like I'm doing, you know, five out of six or four out of four out of seven or what I keep saying six, it's seven. <laughs> and you're like, I'm okay. But really start taking, look at that list and what's the biggest outlier? What are the one, what's the one that you're not doing? And really get to work on that because it takes, it takes all of them to really help build up your immune system and not mess it up. Okay. So uh, that's it for today. Um, if you need any help, if you have any questions, uh, just you know where to find me. You can post a comment below this on whatever platform you're listening to. I'll get the notification on it. You can also join my Happy Health uh, Facebook group. It's Happy Health with Amy Catania. It's a private Facebook group. It's, it's open so that you can see it, but I do have to let people in. I opened it up this year just because I my goal is to help as many people with everything in their life, their health, their happiness, their you know, their supplements, their essential oils, their water intake, everything. And this group is is really focused on that because there's a lot of resources in there. And I give because this is group this group is mainly made up of my clients, my doTERRA clients, they get a lot more, right? So they're they're getting a ton more stuff. So if you want to join that, and literally there's no pressure to do anything once you're in the group. You can just be a, a creeper in the group. <laughs> and I won't even that. You can, I'll see you get in it and you can just watch. You don't have to do anything. So if that's something you want to, to do, just, you know, find it, find it on Facebook. It's Again, it's Happy Health with Amy Catania. And you could also... Uh, another thing, maybe you're not on Facebook, maybe that's just not your jam. You can join my newsletter. I, every Monday, I put out a newsletter on different topics on whatever the whatever floats my boat. 
<laughs> that, that I actually do plan it out, but it, just depending on what's happening in my life. And it's just, it's a good way to get some good information to your inbox. So you can do that at amycatanio.com and it'll, there'll be a pop-up that you can join my newsletter. So that's it. If Again, if you need any more help or anything with your immune system, if you are struggling and you're at a point where you have a chronic issue, please reach out to me. I do have a ton of resources. I The Goldberg Clinic, I've talked about it several times and I can, I'm can i going to continue talking about it because it was, it was such a catalyst for me getting better and they have been fantastic. So if you want more info on that, I know a couple of people have asked me to like talk to them privately about the, you know my journey with them. So if that's something you want to do, I'm more than ha- happy to do that. So I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show so far, it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review. Also, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode. The Happy Health Podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major podcast platforms.